Hey, welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Max Mosier. Today we talk about the new Joker trailer and get into the Joker movie that's coming out. Is it fair that they attack comic book fans? We'll break that down. I'll give a review of It Chapter 2. And then finally, we'll talk in hotter snot about all the things in pop culture that are relevant to us today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Infinity Bros podcast. Hey, welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced, as all things should be. I'm your host, Max Mosier, here on a wonderful NFL opening weekend uh, Sunday night, here to record with three other Infinity Bros. First off, we have Mark Jones. Destiny has arrived, Infinity Bros universe. I'm back. Mark, how have you been? It's good to hear from you again. Been pretty good. Life's been good. Got a new job. Antonio Brown's with the Patriots. You know, it's all life's good. What? What's your new job? I'm going to be a mortgage investor specialist with a local bank here in Fargo. I'm going to stop you right there and bring on our next guest because I don't want to hear anything else. Isaac Edland. Isaac, how are you? I am doing fantastic tonight. Thank you so much. Isaac, I need to congratulate you for a minute. Can I congratulate you? Uh, sure. It depends on what it is, I guess. And yeah, there's no way your job is more boring than Mark's job. There's just no way. Oh, it's yeah, impossible. Yeah, there's absolutely no way. So uh, well, I mean, of Thank course you. his job's more that. exciting. He gets to play cards and poker all the time. Yeah, That I'm... was the lead-in to the other joke. You stole my joke. Well, you should That's be more funny, Max. my joke. Should, Dang it, Dwight. Um, speaking of the office, my office friend is back all the way from the West Coast. It's been a while since we've had him on. He's still an infinity bro. He's number one in your hearts and in your earwaves, Jared Curtis. Hello, friends. Um, I don't know if Montana counts as the East or the West Coast, but uh, thank you. Close enough. It's yeah. close enough to the West sure. Coast that we're going to count it. Okay. Sure. We have some West Coast listeners. They can suck it up. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Hello, Jared, friends. Jared, how you been? Uh, busy. And and I miss you guys, and I miss the Infinity Bros universe, and I'm just glad to be home again, unlike a certain uh, arachnid-based superhero. Yeah. Don't make me sad already, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> kicking, kicking it off strong. Kicking it off strong. No, he's not at his real home. He's at his... His his he's mom's with his he, no right he's now. he's with his bio <laughs> he's with his biological father that's what he's at, that's where he's at uh, he got used to mom and the new dad and loved it and now he's forced to go back with with real dad <laughs> with mom's boyfriend <laughs> Ugh. no yuck guys, guys it hurts yeah. If you listen to episode 16, uh, which was last episode with me and Robbie, uh, you got to hear our perspectives on Spider-Man uh, and the divorce of Marvel and Sony. We will talk a little more about that today with these three gentlemen who have not gotten the chance to share their opinion. We're going to do some hotter snot. We got a lot of hotter snot to do, including a review of It Chapter 2, which I saw, surprisingly. Did, did anybody else here see it? Am I the only one that saw it? I believe that's correct, Max. Wow. I haven't even seen yeah, the first one right. yet, so I wild. don't really want to go to the second one. Absolutely wild. I will review that. And then uh, we will go ahead and talk about Joker, the news coming out of the Joker premieres. What is our kind of response to that and what are our expectations of that movie? We've had some opinions before. Um, 
So we'll see how that goes. And then finally, we're going to close it out because it's opening weekend of the NFL. We're going to close it out with our top five football movies. There are no listener reviews today, though, guys. It's kind of a bummer. Kelly didn't make another review. Yeah, we didn't uh, force feed our audience a third review from Kelly. Uh, my goodness. beautiful fiance. I I say watch your mouth, Max, before I come over there and. Uh, well, I didn't say anything bad. I just said her reviews are horrible. Uh, but excuse me, sir, ma'am. I mean, I guess I wouldn't say that. I would just say that they're slightly biased. Uh, not biased at all. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way they're biased. I mean, she still she still thinks we're a good podcast. Yeah. Even Max though she's completely biased. That no one has told the universe of the Infinity Bros that his voice is magical. That's what hmm? 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 Actually, didn't that one uh, Lion King nurse 2019 or whatever her name was, uh, reviewer, didn't oh, she say something about Max? Oh, why are you Max? assuming gender? No, she didn't Does, say anything oh, about oh, that. Okay. And Isaac, of all yeah. the people to assume a nurse is Isaac, gender, nurses that's, that's can be men too. I don't know if you know that. Oh, I have a friend who's a really? nurse. And is no also way! A man. I've never, I've never seen another male nurse, and I definitely don't count as a male nurse. So wait, hey, hey, wait, hang on. What do you count yourself as? Go Wouldn't on. Would you like to know? Wouldn't you I, like we, to know, Mark? I would, and so would the Infinity Bros universe. Yeah, can we circle back on that one, please? Well, moving on. Uh, what do, what do we have to talk about here, uh, Infinity Bros? They want to know how much money you made in poker this week at work, and what you identify yourself as. Again, I've. That's that's my second paycheck in a week that I've gambled away. Um, so it's, <laughs> don't you have it's two not children looking now? good, guys. I, yeah, yeah, I've got two kids now, and I just keep gambling away all my money on cards, and it's bad. I'm I'm in deep, guys. I can't I can't stop. Why do you think we gathered you here today? It's that's true. It's intervention I need to time. pick me up. I need to pick me up. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get into our first topic of today. Let's talk about Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix movie. Joaquin. Uh, Joaquin, Joaquin, whatever it is, um, tomato, potato, um, and in the wake of early rev- uh, rave reviews this weekend, Joker—that's right, Joker, a Batmanless Joker—won won several awards at the Venice Film Festival, and it's now looking to track, according to Dark Horizons to a $100 million opening weekend, making it probably one of the perennial powerhouses for superhero movies or supervillain movies, maybe if we want to include um, Venom in that category. Guys, I got to tell you, we saw the last trailer a couple weeks ago. It's been a while since we got to review it, but what has been your reaction to Joker as it slowly, slowly, slowly creeps closer to us? I'm confused because, like, yeah, what are they showing us? Because to me, the trailers don't... I, I have no desire to see this movie uh, if you divorce it from the fact that these reviews are going nuts over it. Um, the trailers did nothing for me. And honestly, they they kind of pushed me away from the movie. So I'm like, what are we missing that's in this movie that we're not getting, that's not being communicated through the trailers? Also, fire your advertising team. Because that's a... Yeah. Well, through the trailers... I- I've seen it like the trailer reminds me a lot of an older movie from 1983 called The King of Comedy, where Robert De Niro plays a comedian that hijacks a TV show hosts, um, like daily or nightly show, like like a Jimmy Fallon or someone like that, and you know holds him hostage and stuff like that. I'm just 
And then even Robert De Niro, who's in the Joker movie, says, oh, it, you know, I'm pulling a lot from that movie, particularly. So I feel like we're going to get that movie, but they just put the Joker in it. So that might be a select few of the Infinity Bros audience that has seen that movie. I, I believe that's true, but I will say that I kind of agree with you on in the sense that it 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 feels like it's going to be a good crime movie, but not necessarily a good comic book movie, if that makes sense. Like, I I kind of am half with you, Jarrett. Like, the trailers up until this last one did absolutely nothing for me. This last one got me intrigued. I wouldn't say it got me excited for it, but I it was a okay trailer and i was like okay maybe maybe there's a chance i see this in theaters maybe not i don't know i'm still kind of waiting to see if i'll have time and all that stuff but i'm i'm intrigued and then it's just so interesting to me that we see it intro at a film festival you know obviously it's a much different approach than most comic book movies you know they're not going to intro at a film festival or because it kind of has that like indie like feel to it I guess so and obviously they're going with a different approach I just don't know if it's going to appeal to the majority of like actual comic book fans so I'm kind of sitting on the fence if I think it's going to be a good movie or not and if it is a good movie maybe i still don't like it i don't know we'll see i think this is yeah i think this is like i don't think they're trying to make a super villain movie or superhero movie this is their like art house movie um but to me it feels like they're trying to make a statement that's not really saying anything you know what i mean like it's this attempt to be deep and like i don't know talk about the pressures of society and all this And, and to me it's like Unless they really have something in the movie that we're not seeing because of the trailers, I'm not feeling that vibe. It feels really hollow and empty to me. But, you know, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. Didn't Joaquin Phoenix say that he's, like, not taking anything from previous actors who've played the Joker? Like, he's doing this pretty much from what, like, inside him, basically. Like, he's taking from his, you know, education through acting and kind of just putting that on the screen. Like, we're going to get a parent, like, what I understand, a totally different version of the Joker that we've never yeah, seen on the yeah. cinematic screen, which then goes back to your guys's what you guys have said. It's like, I think it's just going to be a crime movie, but it just happens to be a character that a lot of people know from the comic book movies. I think my main gripe with this whole like kind of production to me, and I've said this with our group, but I'll say this for our listeners is for me, I get frustrated with the criticism of the comic book genre. Because the comic book genre is making significant amounts of money, so that automatically means it's not for intelligent people. It means that themes, it means that characters aren't getting proper growth. It means that color schemes aren't uh, up to par of what arts, artistic people desire. It means that we're not getting good filmography. It means we're not getting good directing, and I just firmly disagree with that. And I think several movies have shown that to be incorrect. In particular, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, I think uh, I think Man of Steel was a beautiful work. Uh, I, I think there's just a bunch of comic book movies that have come along throughout the years and have been great. And then I'm hearing from stars like Mark Marone, who's in the movie, who has continually said things like, Mark oh, Marin. I, Mark Marin, I'm sorry. Or he said, like, I, I, I haven't even seen Avengers Endgame because it's for grown male nerd childs. Yet you're making a comic book movie about probably the most 
famous, if not infamous villain in the history of comic books, and you're going to profit off of that name just to make a point about art? I, I, I don't know. I think part of me is interested to see this movie because of the news that it's winning awards. But then the other part of me is going, when this gets to the mass audiences, is this going to really click with a majority? Or is it only going to click with film arts guy, film arts gal, or just really, you know, metropolis person who lives in a major city and is kind of in that scene? What do you guys think? Jared, what do you think? I think they're going to have a hard time hitting, like, I I think... This will really speak to people who want to be artsy. That sounds really bad, but like that's who I see this movie being for. Um, people who don't really get either side of the coin. And I think it is ridiculous to to come at the genre like that. Like, sure, we're grown nerds. Yeah, we're whatever. We like Star Wars and spaceships. We like superheroes. But like, I don't know. There's a lot of themes that are very adult in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and I think it's ridiculous to say like, oh, but we're the we're the art house one, and like this is for grownups. Um, when it's the Joker, like he's a punchline. I mean, spend five minutes on Reddit, you know what I mean? And like Joker's the punchline. Um, yeah, I just I, I don't see it. I don't. I think this movie is for people who are trying to be deep, but secretly wish that they were in on all this superhero stuff. I think too, Jared, to make that to make an even bigger point, a lot of people, a lot of the um, reviews I'm reading, because I know I get criticized a lot where I enjoy reading reviews. I still do. That's partly why this movie interests me. But uh, no, uh, no one criticizes you for reading them. It's the we criticize you when you base your judgment on not going seeing a movie based on those reviews. Like, so you're telling me my hard earned money shouldn't be based on what I think the people who see it mostly think about it. The people who see most film and know what good film versus bad film, I shouldn't at least give them an opportunity to articulate that to me? No, you can definitely read that, but I don't think I should base your judgment on whether or not you see a movie. Well, I think if you I'm going to go you see a movie in the own... theaters and spend... Well, I think if I'm going to go you spend the money, ha- ha- I want to get a good review. You should form your own opinion. I do opinion. hold my own opinion. No, and I'll form, talk about my own form, opinion. Form your own opinion. I'll, I have my own opinion, and I form my own opinion about movies all the time. I'm just saying yeah. I'm somebody who likes have to you seen, get... Have you seen Venom yet? That made money. It had good reviews. I have not, and I didn't like... And I wasn't going to see it based off principle. Oh, okay. Okay. I just want to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, go, on, well, yeah. go on with your comments. I'm sorry. Okay. Can I talk now? Yeah, of Thank course you, you can. Now. Anyway. Uh, but, but reading these reviews, one of the reviews I'm reading um, is... This movie dives really deep into darkness. It's a, it's kind of a Breaking Bad-esque character. And <clears throat> it, it's a take on society that may disturb some people. And I heard uh, Peter Serretta from um, Slash Film even say that this might movie might not be a great watch for some people. There might be justification for he was implying that there might be justification for negative actions in this in a movie like this. He he, of course, was saying that hey, this movie doesn't mean somebody should go do crazy, stupid, murderous acts, but it may be implied by seeing it. And I think, Jared, that's kind of where I'm agreeing with you on this subject is I don't see I don't see this movie walking away without making some form of a communication about um, maybe the shootings that are going on in the world and in, in our country right now. That's, that's a hot political topic. I, I see that kind of being the direction that this movie is talking about. And... I'll be honest with you. I don't know if that's a necessarily good idea to do with this character. I don't think this character serves that well. And same on that too. Like there's, there's, it seems to be, you know, we won't know until the movie 
comes out. But it seems to be that there's this kind of backstory that the Joker is actually a good guy and a lot of bad stuff is happening to him to drive him to, you know, do Which bad is horse stuff crap. or whatever. That's yeah, horse exactly. crap. So, so yeah. it's almost, and you know, like I said, well, we, we won't we know what the, the story is until we see. Book. No, you get that in the killing joke, but the difference in the killing joke is that he's never good at anything. He's like never good at anything. And the only thing he really has is that family. But then when his family's ripped away from him and, and his wife leaves, then he goes in the sense of the madness. And I just I think I think this movie, what Isaac and I are saying is this movie is implying that there's some good qualities to him. The only good quality in the killing joke, in my opinion, was that he had a family. But that's not him. That's the people right. around him. And it, you know, and we like I said, we won't know until the movie comes out, but it almost seems like it's justifying his descent into madness or Amen. his his yeah. badness as a villain or whatever in the trailers anyways. Well, so, I think that's I what know. Peter we'll I think that's what Peter Sorrett is saying, Isaac. I think that's what he's kind of implying too. But I mean, Mark, you go ahead. We've been cutting you off, sorry. Oh no, I my only I guess to add on to this is I think it's gonna make the hundred million over the weekend because, you know, comic book fans are gonna go see it no matter what. Yeah. It's yeah, at we're that gonna point. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but I think if it to make more than that, I think it's going to carry off on the type of like he said. Like, is it going to be something way out there, like art, like artisanal type of film that normal comic book fans are going to not like? And I don't know. Maybe they're, you know, I know it would be the term like Russoing us, where they're showing us stuff in the trailer to make these opinions, and maybe that's not what the movie's going to be all about. It's just so hypocritical to to rip on the genre. And then basically go out and profit well, off of the genre. And, and the, I hate your, it. to the it Mark thing, who you know comes at Avengers Endgame and like the adult nerd culture, he's a star in Glow, which is a wrestling show. And you know how we the Infinity Bros universe knows how much you love wrestling because you're a hashtag all in. And I literally didn't even know he was on that show till you he just said is. That. He's like one of the main guys, besides the women wrestlers. Like they're the main people, and then he's like the guy who produces the t- the show that is Glow. So he's you know he's been pretty much every episode. I believe it. Glows a glows apparently a very good show. It's great. You'd love it. Yeah. Because you're of your love of wrestling. But I digress from Moving that. Moving on. Moving on. I think at the end of the day it probably will be or the Joker will be a good movie. Like it'll be a good film. Like hands down, you know, cinematography, the music, the score, the acting will all be great. It'll just be the story that I think might throw some people off. That's I mean that could be a pretty generic review of that without seen the movie that's fair and and i don't and i'll jared i'm sure you got stuff to say too but i'll i'll finish with this i i don't think the story is even my issue right now with this i i don't personally i don't even mind if they go dark with the breaking bad um justifying his madness i really don't care i just don't like the whole name in, in the name of art that this art is better it's better because the color scheme is better it's better because it's r-rated it's better because we're saying the f word in here and it's better that well, we're talking it, about on. these political things and, did, and, and didn't, it's we get logan? didn't we get logan like that movie we was did. rated r right wasn't that r yeah we yeah, so we got r. our noir mm-hmm. comic book movie like that's already happened and we got our adult movie in deadpool so I don't know why they're getting all crazy, like because it's Warner Brothers doing it now. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Like, yeah, Warner Brothers is probably like piling it on the like, oh, Marvel's doing all this kid stuff, blah blah blah. We're a serious company now. We're gonna do this type of movie, you know? Sure, but so they, they did just kind of Sam, playing off of which that, which is all kids related movie. 
So well, except there's literal demons in that movie, but what, otherwise, yes. Tomato. Go ahead, Jared. You go, <laughs> go ahead, Jared. No, I, I mean, like, you guys have hit the nail right on the head. Um, I don't know that I have much more to add other than, like, it, it's such a bizarre, like, thing to be touting about that, like, look, we made the Joker movie, but it's for the higher class uh, consumer. And, like, um, I saw an interesting critique of it. And, like, obviously, you're not seeing a ton of critique right now. Uh, people tend to review it pretty positively. But one of the most interesting critiques that I've seen is, like, they really lean hard into, like, making sure that you feel empathy and understand why he becomes as twisted as he becomes. And I hate that. Yeah, super dangerous, especially now. I mean, it's always been, but like, it's not wrong to believe that people who commit these sort of crimes are human because they are. And like, they're very broken people and there's a reason they're that way. And like, you should see that they're people coming from a very broken uh, place. But like, you don't want somebody who's in that broken place to be like, okay, well, it's justified that I do this because this is something that we do. And people will understand that I'm, I'm a victim of circumstances. Um, I think, I think you have to make a very clear message that like, this is what we're trying to portray, but that doesn't mean that you need to fall into this. Um, I I don't know. It just seems like really bad timing for me, especially with, you know, um, just how much has come up in the past uh, two years, but even the past few months here. Uh, it, it feels like really weird timing and they wouldn't i don't know why they're not making a public statement to be like hey understand that this is art and we're trying to get a message across but the message isn't that i, I don't know maybe i'm not i, I don't know where no I'm going with they're, this other they're doing the opposite jared and this is what hollywood does and this is why we should never trust hollywood and myers in my opinion with dictating morality code because Hollywood will go ahead and tout this and do it as art. But if a Marvel movie did this in color, people would flip. And on top of it, on top of all of that, it, it just – even DC. If DC did this, like if DC did this in a um, – uh, how would I put this? Um, gosh, who is the director of Man of Steel and, and Batman v Superman? I'm forgetting his name. Snyder? If Snyder had done this, they would have ripped him. Because Snyder made plenty of art. Snyder did it a particular way. But because it's Scorsese and because it's Phoenix and because they got De Niro's stamp on it and then this clown, I don't even know this, Marin guy, I don't even know who this guy is. Just like you get these like big icons who are like art, all of a sudden now it's, I, I it's thought subjectively it was Todd good. Directing. I'm sorry, Todd Phillips. I said Scorsese. I apologize. I, yeah. I think it, was, it is Todd Phillips. You're right. producing, right? Or Scorsese's he was producing. Scorsese's producing. Yes, you were right. He was supposed to direct it and then that then he is not obviously yeah you, you you're right I, I made an error there the point i'm making is is this is all subjective and, and they try to force feed it and it's just very frustrating as a comic book fan who thinks that the depth filled character arcs of tony stark and and uh steve rogers especially those two we just got done with their arcs what a very full fulfilling arc they're phenomenal and we love them and i think that the batman and superman arc could be better and should be better but they just haven't been handled correctly. And on top of it, there's never ever been a time as somebody who likes comic books, but more importantly as somebody who just, I think general people are not asking and raving for a character backstory for Joker. I just don't think they're asking for that. And anybody who is, is pun intended, a clown. I just think, I just (laughs) don't think that's, I just don't think that's a logical thing to go about when you have hundreds of characters that have way better arcs and Joker's done things over the years when you read the stories that it's like, we don't really care if he's got an arc. His story doesn't matter. 
Well, plus it get, goes back to the Spider-Man thing too. Like he's 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 been done like so many times in so many different forms of media. So it's it's not that we don't want more of him, but it's like, all right, here we go. We're going Joker again. All right, here we go. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. And he's and he's done just. This is this is where Zane and I are more controversial. I, I would disagree with that statement, Isaac, because Spider-Man has had nine movies by himself. There was never been a Joker movie. Joker's always been a supporting character in movies. That's right. That's right. But I mean, you don't expect him to have us his own movie because well, maybe, he is technically should. a supporting maybe we character. Stop thinking like that. Maybe <laughs> there's more to the Joker that meets the eye. No, okay. there's not. Right. And I and I think and and on top of it too, I think. <clears throat> No, nah, whatever. I'm gonna move on. Forget it. Screw it. <laughs> okay. I'm done. We've we've literally put too much time into this. You remember when we were planning this episode and we we're like, ah oh, man, I hope we have enough to talk about. We're There's nothing to minutes, talk about. And we've been and 25 so we, minutes on the Joker. We all picked up our bats and just beat this dead horse. We did. And, and maybe Warner Brothers went to like their marketing team. Was like, hey, how do you think we get people talking about this? Hey, say some crazy stuff about how nerds won't understand this, and it's t- above them. <laughs> just getting people go, enraged about and it, and then they'll go see it to prove us all wrong. Yeah. Right. All right, guys. Hey, uh, this may be your first time listening to us, so we're going to rate this Joker trailer. So if you have never listened to us before, we want you to be familiar with our rating system. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity step. All right, guys. What do you go? What do you rate? The Joker final trailer. What is your rating out of six? Mark, we'll start with you. Mm. Yeah, if we're rating the newest trailer, I would say four out of six. It kind of it started to make me think more that oh man, I feel like Todd Phillips saw The King of Comedy from nineteen eighty three starring yeah. Robert De Niro and it was like, I got this. I'll, no one no one remembers this movie. I'm gonna recreate it and put the Joker in it, and I'll get Robert De Niro. But we go on like the first full trailer. I I thought that was like a six or five, five or six there. But the new one, I'm a little less. I might even say three with the new one. I don't know. I'm undecided. I'm all over the place. Okay, somewhere between three and four. Got it, Isaac. I I actually have the opposite. Like the first trailer did not do anything for me, and I would have rated that one like a two or a three. And this one actually got me thinking more, like you said. But I'll give this one a. I'll give it a four. Um, again, I'm not. I'm not like it doesn't make me excited for the movie a whole lot more than I was. But as in a trailer itself, it was a good trailer. I thought, um, you know, knowing obviously this backstory of the Joker, I was like, okay, well, this doesn't make me, you know, like if we're going base, if it we were rating like comic book trailers, then I would probably rate it less. But as just like a general trailer. Yeah, I'll give it a four. Uh, I don't know. I'll be the guy to give it a two. To to me, it's like I'm not actively running and like discouraging people from watching it, but like I could care less. I'm you're not, not gonna. You're go not see going it. door to door. Yeah, hey, can <laughs> I'm I? Can I? Them down and, have you heard about this new movie, Joker? Mom, coming out? Don't say Joker. You you told me last night, honey. I don't say it. Who are you? Why are you at my door? You <laughs> just <laughs> listen. You can't <laughs> see this movie. Look at what is the year. <laughs> a year 2019 great scott i did it run off I did. <laughs> See ya. just run off jump in the bush and yeah, sit there. I, I don't know maybe it, hard to soft three 
Because like I am gotcha. curious, I just I probably won't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it a three. I'm gonna stay right in the middle. I'm I'm like you, Isaac, where the first trailer was just like okay, whatever. This second trailer got me intrigued, but again, I'm 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 in the camp of you, Jared. I'm really really pessimistic going into this movie, but I'm going to give it the time of day compared to like a Venom. Because I, th- I think this deserves a more time of day than a Venom. Venom is just a cash grab. This movie, at least, I will give it the credit that it is per- pursuing air quotes art. So I'll give it that opportunity to prove me ro- prove me wrong. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm going in with a lot of a lot of uh, uncharacteristic feelings on it. So let's get into hotter. Sn- I, oh, go I, ahead, I got Mark. one. I got one more thing to ask the bros that are here right now. What do you, Rob Robbie Sodergo sees this movie. If he think do you, what are the chances he thinks this Joker is better than Heath Ledger? And if he does, does he ever voice that to us, or does he keep that inside of him? So you're asking if he thinks this is better than Heath Ledger? Does he tell us? First of all, I would like to say that he goes to this movie, and I bet he thinks it's amazing right yeah, away. Right, right, right out away. The gate, right out the gate, we get right a text out the message gate. that it's, he will, that it's he will say it's yeah. amazing. But then, like a week later, he'll be like, guys. I was thinking about this, and it's actually not that good. It's actually not really. It's not. I it's listened not to Chris Stuckman's review, um, and I didn't like it as much. I didn't like it as much after I listened to that review, even though I've already seen it. <laughs> so that's what I think. But I think uh, I don't think in Robbie's mind, I don't think any person on Earth is better than Heath Ledger's Joker. So no, I don't think. Well, think this is where Zane. I'll, I'll. I know that Zane believes it with this because he said this to me at the movie the other days. Anybody can play the Joker, in my opinion. The Joker is not a hard character to play. It's just put some paint on, act a little whack, wacky, and put a different tone on it. It's not hard to do. That's part of the reason that this movie is kind of just a gong show to me to begin with. But I'm interested to see what happens. So, nonetheless, I'm excited. Any 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 other comments before we go to Hot or Snot? No. Alrighty, we're going to go to Hot or Snot. Hot or Snot is where we uh, talk about the things in pop culture or our lives today that are awesome or not so awesome. Uh, they could be about anything. Movies, TV, sports. Jared just found out today you can actually bring up sports once in a while. Blew um, my mind. Blue is, are you okay, Jared? Uh, I had to call James in here and have him console me. <laughs> He's just sweeping just your mind up me, right now. Yeah, he just looked at me and said like uh, that I need to purge this weakness from my system and then yeah. he ran off. So mm. I, I, I'm okay now. That's fair. That's fair. Um, we're going to start with our hot or snot with you, Isaac. All right. Uh, no, caught me off guard a little bit there. Okay, so uh, first thing on my hot list, I will start with my hot, um, is as all of you Infinity Bros know, I am a big Dallas Cowboys fan. As all of the Infinity Bros universe now knows, I am a Dallas Cowboys fan. I was just thrilled that the Cowboys throttled the Giants today. And it was kind of expected. The Giants are hot garbage, so it's not like a big deal or anything like that. But but it was good to see. Excited for football this season. So excited. Did you so, see what Barkley said about Eli Manning? What did he say? I didn't see it. Uh, like the whole, like, uh, Eli must have, like, a sex tape of the owner's daughter like basically oh, say yes that thing say, that was saquon i didn't know that was saquon I th- it, was I, am i that's wrong that's not real it's, that's is it not real that's not, why would you share it to the group if that wasn't real max <laughs> that's not i did real, see Mark. that somebody Get said that here. but i didn't think it was saquon wow nobody okay. that's not real that is fake do you, do you have Get proof, that fake do you have proof? crap fake out of news. here or maybe shoot yourself fake out of news. here 
Max. Jiminy Christmas. Get out of here with that, Mark. So you don't even know if it's real or not? It's not. There's you, no, no way he said it. It would have been a bigger story if he did. Oh, whatever. Well, whatever, bro. Well, yeah, there was, there was would have said it, that would have been a big deal. That, would, but... that people would overshadow that if he said that. Grow up, bro. Grow up, bro. So, yes, super excited for football. We're going to talk a little bit about it later, so I won't spend too much time on it. Um, my number two hot is I – so I will just preface this with I, like, never, ever, ever listened to podcasts before we actually started making this podcast. So this is my, like, third or fourth hot, I think, that I've had podcasts on my on my hot because I've just, like, been exploring this new world of podcasts and it's been awesome so so uh apologize for another podcast on my hot but i have been listening to this new podcast that just started called with reverence and awesomeness it's a group of three dads who talk about theology video games and other nerdy stuff and it's like somebody just like spied on me and decided that all the things that I like should be thrown together in one podcast and then they made it. So it's pretty awesome. We've had, me and Zane actually have been playing um, some Fortnite with one of the guys on the podcast. His uh, name is Ryan. So if you guys want to go check them out, um, it is with reverence and awesomeness on Twitter. I think it's uh, at the W R A A P podcast or something like that. Um, so definitely go check them out. Really cool group of guys. I think there are five podcasts in. And what I found is that, so there's so many podcasts out there, like so many podcasts. So I struggle when I see a podcast and there's like hundreds of episodes already. Like I, I'll listen to one and I'm like, now I feel like I have to go back and listen to all 300 episodes of this podcast. So they just started. They're on episode five, I believe, is their latest podcast. So it was really cool to like go back, listen through all of their podcasts, and like be on the same page as them. I feel like because so many of other podcasts I jump into, and I'm like, oh man, there's so many hours of podcasts here. I don't know if I want to go back and listen to all of them. So that was kind of cool. But give those guys uh, a listen. They're pretty cool dudes. Um, and my last thing on my hot is. And Apex Legends, um, yeah, Jared's showing my my review that I gave Is on that iTunes. The of only them. They actually that I could they see. actually shouted me out. It, it basically awesome. what I what I said about them is exactly what I wrote on my review. That's so cool, uh, yeah, they actually shouted me out on Twitter for that. So it was, that was pretty cool. So thank you, uh, rap podcast guys. So um, that Infinity Bros, or was that you? It was, like, it was me Isaac, personally. Isaac, personally. Isaac, okay, okay, Isaac, Isaac, Isaac. got it. Because yep. I know you do our social media too. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So I, that's Wait, actually does? another struggle because I. <laughs> yeah, I do. You didn't know that, Mark? Isn't that isn't that great? I thought we paid someone. I thought that was Joey. <laughs> Joey, oh, if Joey ran the Infinity Bros media, we would be. <laughs> There'd be a lot of baseball retweets for the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> Just totally random stuff all over the place. Um, so those guys are cool. Go give them a follow. Um, my last thing on my hot list is it's kind of like lower on my hot list. Like I, I've been into apex legend, so it's why it's on my hot list, but they just finished a, um, I believe it was called iron crown or iron throne event a couple weeks ago. And then they just jumped into 
another event called the Void Walker a couple weeks ago. And it's it's pretty cool. They're they're doing some cool stuff, changing the map up a little bit. If any of you guys are Apex Legends uh, fans or Battle Royale fans, definitely go uh, play it a little bit. Check it out. Jarrett's been um, neglecting me and hasn't played with me at all for the past couple of weeks, so I've been having to go solo and play with Zane, and that's always terrible. So <laughs> just just throwing that shade at Zane right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anytime you have to do anything with Zane. It's always terrible. Yeah, there's there's something bad that's going on. But you know what? He's got... Okay, here's one thing that I will say about Zane now is that when he lived at his apartment before, his internet was terrible and he would randomly just like cut out and like his he had to restart his internet like every time you play with him. Now he's got fiber optic internet at his, his place now. So hopefully we'll never have to deal with internet issues again. Now we just have to get him to buy a stinking computer so he can be on the podcast with us by himself so um yeah so definitely check out that um apex legends uh event that's going on right now i'm not quite sure Uh, i haven't actually been able to play the last couple days so i'm not exactly sure when it ends but it's pretty cool apex legends has done a good job of kind of updating their skins and making it just more desirable like when the first season came out i was just not pumped about it and i was like i'm not buying this season um, but this season, I actually, I think I'm already at like level 60, 65 or something like that. So I'm probably going to end up buying the battle pass before this season is over. I think there's still like two or three months left in this season. So there's plenty of time left. So definitely check that out. Check that out. Um, and so I'm going to head into my snots, my number one snot. Actually, I'm trying to think maybe I only have one snot. Do I have anything else? I only have one hot and one snot, but my hot's a big one. Okay. So it's going to be a big big is it me? Big hot. in fact i'm going next okay is it okay. me all right jared, it's me isn't it jared if that's the case then i have a big hot every episode and that's you oh okay? and then my big snot as always is mark <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> okay so my mark, my snot all in. I'm, all I'm all in, in. hashtag all in hashtag blessed my snot is there's this new uh, Battle Royale game on the PlayStation Network. I'm not sure where else it is. It might be um, PC game and uh, an Xbox as well. I'll have to check into that. But it's called Don't Even Think. It's a pretty standard Battle Royale format. And the twist on it is that they have like werewolves in it. You can be a werewolf on the map and you just go around killing people as a werewolf. And I can think you when you're that, the, can you say that word again? Yeah, why are you saying it like that? Why are you <laughs> saying werewolf like? I was thinking the same thing. Jared. What, what am like, I saying? Why is he saying it like that? Werewolf. You're saying we, like werewolf. 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 How do you say werewolf? Werewolf. 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 Like where werewolf. the heck am I? Like huh? what the heck's wrong with I'm, you? I'm sorry, you have uh, different pronunciations than I do. Anyway, so there's werewolves all over the place, and they're just killing people left and right. They're pretty pretty standard werewolf material. I need an explanation of these werewolves. You did it again. You didn't even know you did it that time. I, I did. I literally pronounced oh. it like that because I knew you guys were looking at me. Thank you. Oh, I missed you, Isaac. I miss you guys too, especially you, Jarrett, because you haven't been playing Apex Legends with me. Oh, I'm a little goodness. I'm a little salty. We're so, <laughs> so off the rails anyways, on this one. All right, played, go ahead, I played this game for a total of 15 minutes, and it was. And granted, it's a brand new game. Like they just threw it on the PlayStation Network, like 
a couple of days before I, I downloaded it and it was so choppy. It was literally unplayable. So if they get some, uh, bug fixes and some patches going, maybe I'll give it another shot, but it just, it just was not worth my time right now, especially when I've got Borderlands 2 to finish. I've got more Apex to do by myself and, and with Zane and, uh, just got too much time to, uh, to not give away. So it's, it's not, it's not my thing right now. So that was on my snot. Uh, did I have any other snots? I don't think I had any more. So Max, take it away. Well, I'll get into my snot because it does. It, it's a parallel to my hot. Uh, my snot is the wrinkles that clown documentary trailer. Who oh. in their right mind does this to their kids? Is that your hot? This is. I, I missed. No, part. this is my snot. This oh, is my man. snot. This is so ridiculous. This is like. So people hire this these wrinkles the clown to basically come scare their kid. Where, yeah. can, where is I'll this documentary the, at? Where can we watch it? it there's like a trailer I'll, I'll on post, Instagram. I'll post a link. Yeah. I'll post a link on my uh, on on the on the show notes. Mark, I'll send you. I'll send you it once we're done. It is um, terrifying. And it's terrifying. Yeah. It is frightening, and it's just like holy buckets. This is. Do like you have to pay nuts. a fair's airfare, or is he locally like Midwest? I well, I heard that if you if you Florida? hire him if you hire him, I will shoot you, not him. I'll shoot you. <laughs> with I'll what? be like, "Hey, what's up, man? Wrinkles, what you how you doing?" <laughs> love and affection, Mark. Love and affection. Um, oh, well, too, he's man. definitely going to do it now. Don't do that, Max. You just encouraged him. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's <laughs> all um, Mark wants is your wrinkles love. Wrinkles the clown trailer. That's all Jokes you want. on you, I Max. give this. I give Wrinkles the Trown. The Trown. <laughs> I can't even talk. Wrinkles the Clown. Is I give it a one like a, out of a six. Werewolf? It looks fr- a werewolf. Um, it looks frightening. Um, and I don't get why parents would even do this. If you're a parent that's done this, you get a one out of six as a parent to me from me. Um. Yeah. Go watch it. It's. It's. I will say it's worth like watching. Like if you're like I like to get scared, but I don't want to see horror movies. Go. Go watch this trailer. That's a good one for you. Um. Speaking on clowns, I got to see it chapter two this weekend in theaters. You guys want to want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah. Give us your review, Max. This is a big. I'm sure this is a big one for a lot of people. Um. So I just want to pull up the IMDb to make sure I get some of the things right. So first of all, uh, Mark, you've seen the first it, correct? I've also Jared, read read the book. Yeah, Mark, what is your what is your rating of it? Of it, we'll call it chapter one, the first one. Um, and then what's your rating of the book? Um, the book, I would say it's a six. The movie, like the newest it movie, a six. And I've heard that um. It chapter two has the grandma scene or the old lady scene in it, which is it one of the, I've said this, I think on our, uh, maybe our live stream or even on an earlier podcast that like, that's one of the scariest scenes in the book. So I'm assuming this movie is going to rock my socks off like Lady Gaga in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jared, have you seen the first one? I have not. I read the book okay. uh, on accident when I was a kid. On accident. <laughs> on what? accident. Oops, I read this book. <laughs> I read wait, this wait, wait, wait. You, the book. you read the book, book on acid as a kid, or you read the book on accident? No, you heard, You were at the first time. Oh, okay. 
That's cool. Cool, 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 cool. Oops, I read you on accident. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't mean to do that. Um, the plot of it, chapter two, it's a very short summary. It's 27 years after their first encounter with the terrorizing, terrifying Pennywise the Clown, the Losers Club have grown up and moved away until a devastating phone call brings all of them back to Derry. Um, this movie stars, I just had it pulled up. What's going on here? Read, deed, 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 deed. Here we go. Jessica Chastain is Beverly. James McAvoy is Bill. Bill Hader is Richie Tozier. Isaiah is Mike. Jay is Ben. James, uh, Jay, Jay Ryan, excuse me. Isaiah Mustafa, Jay Ryan. James Ransone or Ransoni? Do you know that, that Mark? Do you uh, know who that actor is? No, not off the top of my head. Okay. He plays Eddie. Um, Andy Bean plays Stanley Uris. And I, I Scar- bet Stanley doesn't make it out of the first act. Okay, well, maybe some people haven't read the book there. Come on, dude. Whatever. Accidentally. Get it together. Do get it together, Dewey Decimal System. Let's go. <laughs> um Bill Skarsgard is back as Pennywise. And then they bring back all the original kids um as the young version of the Losers Club again. They have some additional scenes uh that are pretty well done. Um I'm I'm gonna start off with my rating of this movie. I gave it a four and a half out of six. Um for Wait, me did, to did get you give a six, us your review of the first one. What did you? Yeah, let me give it my my review. Of the first one's a six. Um, I give it a six out of six. I, I a disclaimer here. I hate horror movies. Cannot watch them. I hate clowns. I like the the wrinkles. The clown trailers. Like nope, not seeing that. And I I am not bashful to say at all that this uh this movie was my most anticipated movie a couple episodes ago on our show of of the remaining of the year and and I think for good reason I think the first um the first it it chapter 1 movie was um amazing it's I, I kind of walked out of this movie saying it chapter 1 it, it might be iconic in regards to film just for the rest of my life it might just be one of those movies that that I just always reference and um I and think it brings that, you down the path of actually liking horror movies in the future brings Maybe? me down the path of liking this series that's what I'll say um and so this movie just kind of picks up again 27 years after the after the last one but I thought they did such a good job of bridging the gap between these kids and and when these guys were adults you kind of get a little brief backstory on each of them I would have loved to spend another 20 30 minutes maybe with the before they get to dairy characters um I felt like that could have been a little more hashed out um but but I really liked this cast was pretty phenomenal um, Chastain is, is fantastic as you'd expect. McAvoy is fantastic as you expect. The, the person who stole the show in this movie, in this whole movie is Bill Hader. Bill Hader was absolutely phenomenal. I give his, his, uh, performance a six out of six. Um, and then of course, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. I mean, him and Bill Hader have just amazing, amazing roles that they fill and um, obviously, Mark, you and, and Jared have read the book. There's things about these characters that you don't necessarily know fully that come to light in this movie. And I think they handled those things really well. Um, I thought that the kids, when they came back, were pretty remarkable. Um, their acting is is top-notch. You're getting the same level of acting that the, the seven of them had in the first one. And uh, the scares are a little scarier. Um, the things that you're seeing on the screen are truly Stephen King things. I, I mean, got, I got a question I have, for you on that. I, go for is, it. it not, not to spoil anything, <laughs> but is there a point in this movie where a turtle or tortoise is involved? 
They do not do the turtle. I know oh, the okay. I know the okay. secret behind the turtle, but they do. Don't have don't go Easter see it, egg. everybody. Don't go see. They it. have it's an Easter egg it. about it, and you'll <laughs> you'll know it when you see it. It's very obvious. Oh, okay. Um, but and it's still pretty a pretty great movie. Um, I was scared to death, scared to death in this movie. I went and saw it with Zane. How how and, hard were you uh, holding his hand? I wasn't holding his hand ever, but there were a few Did scenes you jump where into I was his like, lap. No, I did jump twice though. Did you I jumped your I jumped hard twice and Zane jumped hard twice. Wow. So it was like Zane. I was like, okay, so Zane's a little scared too. So it, it kind of made me feel a little better. I was like, okay, Zane's at the same level of fear I'm I'm sitting in right now. Did you jump and, at the uh, same they, time or different different stuff? No, different times. We both jumped different times. So but um they do this they do the the opening scene is the kind of um I don't know if iconic's the right word. Infamous scene from the book with the two uh, homose- with the homosexual couple. They do that scene, um, wow. which I know they wow. they had talked about that in articles. I mean, um, I didn't, take spoilers, I didn't that. or that's a spoiler for the first five minutes of the movie. I'll say, um, <clears throat> and um, yeah, I think, um, and the scares are scarier. That's what I'll say. I'll say if you want, if you are somebody who is not a horror person, horror person. Wait till this comes out on Blu-ray, I would say. Go see it when it's daytime. I went and saw it at 2 p.m., so I had plenty of daylight after I saw and it. And you saw the first with. movie during the day at my place. I did. I did see the first one during the day. Which how is did how you I get would... Max to watch that in the first place, Mark? I'm I'm completely baffled at how I, that happened. I don't remember, but I just know like Joey was also adamant not seeing it. But we, Robert and I knew if we got Max to come over and see it, then Joey would see it. It was more to get... I don't remember what we did to get Max to come over, but it was for Joey to see it as well. Max, do you remember this? No, I. The thing is, is I this think you movie wanted to see in it, particular. I think you wanted to see it yeah. because it had really good reviews, and I owned yeah. it, and so you didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. And we all know and if, if, if yeah. opportunity arises for Max to see a movie for free, he'll see it. Yes, and on top of it, there is a level of curiosity. I think with this movie for me. And I like, I personally like a good team up movie and I love a good team up reunion movie. And so I think when this movie takes 27 place, 27 years later, getting the gang back together, I think this cast is, is like really good. I really, really like this cast and I like who they had beforehand. Um, but that was good. Some things I didn't like about this movie, just so I can clarify my four and a half is the editing in the third act, I'm not going to spoil anything in the third act, was really choppy. I think they hurried through some things. I think they could have done better there. Um, it, it was a decent third act, but there's definitely some editing issues. The kids are definitely CGI um, changed. And it's very obvious throughout the movie in specific scenes, especially with uh, uh, who plays young young um, Richie, Finn Wolfhard. I mean, he's so tall and big now. And to see them kind of change him back to how he was just wasn't necessarily the same. And I think I noticed that a little more as I watched like uh, Stranger Things. I, I, I know him from that too. So <clears throat> just it's a little it's a little weird to see that. But um, nonetheless, this is a good movie. This is not nearly as good as the first movie. I think that's the biggest thing I'll say. This movie doesn't have the same pacing, rhythm, or feel of the first one. How I felt in the first one. Um, compared to the second one and maybe it's because it's from the perspective of a kid versus the perspective of an adult who's a little more sure and has a little less fear i just felt like from the perspective of a kid it was more hopeless and in a movie like this i think you need a little less hope than this had um it's also a little tropey in how they approach it but if you've read the book you already know that so um 
yeah, any any other questions about that movie before we pass it off to somebody else? Isaac, I think you should see these movies, though. I will I, say that. It, they're on my list, but my wife is also one that does not like horror. I'm, I'm not a horror person, but I'm not like opposed to seeing horror movies. But my <clears throat> wife despises them and will not watch them. Yeah. So. And, and I get that. I just think these are good movies. The first one especially is a must-watch. I would argue you probably could be done after the first one if you're like, this is too much. If the scary the, stuff's too much. I think I might be on the same boat as you that all the good things that I've heard about both of these movies are probably going to get me to watch both of them eventually. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're good. I like it. So pass it off to you, Jarrett. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll probably end up watching them, but I'm kind of in the same boat as you guys are like, my wife doesn't like watching horror movies. Um, so these are things that, like, I'll catch when we are traveling somewhere and they've all fallen asleep and like we're in the hotel room and a horror movie comes on and, I'll and watch you watch it, it by yourself at night yeah exactly exactly <laughs> uh, that's you're how i true, kind of you're a true horror fan then Jarrett. if that's how you watch them i love it dude that's how that's how it always is or like i hope my dad doesn't listen to this episode but like all the good <laughs> horror movies that i watched when i was a kid was like my dad would turn them on and then when my mom got home, he'd like quickly leave the room and like let me get in trouble for those. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. Well, Jerry, why, why don't you why don't you take hot or snot now? Sure. Um, so my hots. Uh, let's start with like kind of the obvious one. If you've been around the Infinity Bros for a while, um, I have been like insanely hyped for uh, Iceborne, which is the new expansion for Monster Hunter World. And man, they've like thrown so much detail into this. And before we even get to like, obviously the monsters that you hunt, Max, again, I don't know how you don't like this game. They have a grandma cat chef who cooks for you and meows at you like while she's making these anime style dishes. I mean, like it's, it's a match got made everything in for everybody. But yeah, like you don't even have to play yeah. to hunt the monsters. Just watch them cook uh-huh, for you. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we all so know that how Max feels about anime. Hates anime. Um, yeah, he hates anime. Mm-hmm. He's, all, he's only uh, all in on iconic stuff like Ren and Stimpy. And wrestling. Continue. That's how <laughs> you sound. Keep going. Riveting podcasting. <laughs> uh, no, and like they they kind of leaned more into some of the goofy things like they used to do with the old games like uh one of my favorite weapons in the old games was a shark and a like do not swim sign as a lance and a shield um so they kind of brought some of those back there's like a frozen fish that you can find that turns into a sword or whatever um and it's cool to see like them getting back to their roots a little bit i haven't been able to play it which is part of my snot my snot is like I went back to work recently. You know, I I, I am home with the boys during the summer, but I work during the school year. So um, I have my snot is that I haven't been able to play like any video games in the past month. Um, and I know Isaac's kind of been getting hurt, on my man. face about it. I'm hurt. Yeah, that's my big snot. Um, as far as hots go, I had another big one uh, here while I think about it. But like, yeah, so Iceborne brought back a ton of the the old monsters that we knew from the series and actually way more than I even thought they would bring back, which was kind of cool. Um, so everybody kept having these theories of like what was going to come back. 
And it seemed like we were hitting them all pretty good for a while. Um, my other what's hot, and this was kind of spoiled to me, shoot, like a year and a half ago, I've known about this, uh, but they finally announced it. It's uh, Fantasy Flight's Marvel Champions of the Card Game. Um, I'm beyond psyched about this because I love Fantasy Flight's, they call them living card games. Um, they have several. They have a, a Lord of the Rings one. They have a Game of Thrones one. They have Star Wars. I mean, you name it. They have stuff for it. Um, Arkham Horror is one of their big ones. But they've been really like trying to make this card game feel like a comic book when you play it. So it's it's cooperative. It's you and the team uh, going up against the villain. And there's a bunch of balances between like your superpowers, but also like your alter ego versus your superhero persona. persona. And it's just, it's so well done. Um, and I love to see this in games like this. So those are my hots. Are um, we not to that? Sorry, Jared. Are we going to get a chance to like play this? Are, are you going to get a set at some point, or absolutely yes? Okay, this because that like, would be amazing for us to all play together. I would love that. So I've um I've played all of the living card games that they produce, except for Game of Thrones. Um, so I love it. I like Fantasy Flight. I'll buy pretty much anything they put out. But yeah, this is probably the most excited i've been about a card game ever and i as you guys know like i'm a huge magic fan um i play key forge i do all this stuff and like this is the card game for me i feel like so I'm, i'll buy a set and next time i'm in uh minnesota we'll we'll bust it out mark let's close out with you brother all right um so one of my hots um i've got i went back because i want to catch up on the arrowverse like cwdc shows and I'm finally at the point in all, um, at least the three main series of Arrow, The Flash, and Supergirl. And I'm past this point, but I wanted to bring it up because I don't think we've ever talked about but the Elseworlds crossover that they had between the three shows. Um, yeah. I thought it was really well done for them to be three separate shows or three separate show. I think they have three separate showrunners. Or maybe they it's do. Berlanti that does all. Berlanti, like, oh, is there Kevin Feige, basically? Um so basically let's not be let's not be so nice yeah okay <laughs> honestly anyways, i've enjoyed all of their crossovers even though the shows yeah. themselves are not like fantastic like the crossovers sure. are always are good episodes during the seasons so the thing i want to say about that elsewhere like you could just see those three you don't really need to see the episodes leading up to them i mean it could help a little bit but uh it had a very much end game story to it that we and and end game came out four months after Elseworlds was out because it came out in December Elseworlds and you know we all know when Endgame came out in April but I don't know the, the story that they kind of led up to and kind of how it ended and now with the the whole new Arrow season coming out in October is like the last season it's going to be a, a multiverse crossover event like bringing back old characters so like it's really ramped me up and I hope the Infinity Bros universe and even you guys We'll give it a chance to watch at least just the Elseworlds three-part series and then watch Arrow. Because I think Arrow this season is going to be a big, maybe open door to how comics will be on TV going forward. So I'm, I have a lot of I'm hype I'm honestly with that. you on that, Mark. I, I've been really getting pumped for this like huge crisis event that they're going to have coming up. So I think I might right, try it, to get caught up Infinite before Earth, all that yeah. happens. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, they're bringing... Um, blanking on his name, but the guy who voiced, like, the voice of Batman in my head. Kevin Conroy. He's coming and playing Bruce Wayne. 
Yeah, they're bringing that's... back Burt Ward, which makes me think like if Ammon West is still alive, imagine what they would have done with those guys. <clears throat> it would have been right. So that would have been awesome. And that would have been really cool. And there's been like you know like you know dark or Reddit dark rumors that Mark Hamill might come and play the Joker. Like I've I've read like you know the conspiracy like you know the rumor mill of that stuff, which I feel like that's very unlikely. But you never know with because you know he's associated with, this, with the show he came with back all and, the people doing it it like i feel like nothing is necessarily off limits for them it's just if they can make it all work and and i and i i say this because um i think he'd be the most likely to do it i think if they were to bring back a batman that has played batman it would be val kilmer i think he'd be the one the most likely to come and play him on the tv show if they okay that which i think why not like is this a tv show like if you right. think that's gonna confuse people come to the movie times i think like studios have got to get beyond that the people that come and watch these shows aren't going to be confused by that it's just like the comic books there's tons of different variations of characters of the same character and the your mass audience who understands that that's going to be watching this daily understands that so but what we really need is george clooney with the bat nipple suit oh stop we're we're on a podcast probably All right, yeah, moving that sounds, on. That sounds reasonable. So I'm pumped for that. That starts in October, the whole, all that business. Um, my other hot of this week is um, uh, the last weekend in August, we had AEW's All Out pay-per-view, and it was an amazing show leading up to their new, they're going to be on television on Wednesday nights coming October, and the All Out pay-per-view was awesome. And we got Chris Jericho, who's probably the most well-known wrestler in our, maybe besides John Cena, in our current, you know, era of wrestling. And he won the championship and he was, uh, enjoyed some bubbly and stuff like that. And I thought, I don't know if you guys heard this, but he, his, the belt that he won. What's the bid on bubbly? Okay. Tell me, explain the bid on bubbly. Okay. So he made a, he made like a, a shoot promo after he won it. And basically he, a few times said like, I'm going to enjoy some bubbly. So that's like, that's what's blown up. Is like that that gif of him, or video clip of him saying, you know, the bubbly and stuff like that. That's um, it. That's what's blown up. Yeah, you know, wrestling fans are awesome. You should know that, Max. You're one of us. Oh, um, <laughs> but his belt got one stolen. One of us. The belt got no, stolen and it was like I think missing for like a day or two, and then just someone like legitimately was, stolen. Yeah, or legitimately like stolen. Were like no, it was it wasn't a shoot. It was legitimately stolen. The police in like I think Tennessee were involved. And of course they were. And they found it a few days. Of course days. those guys were, yeah. Someone like said they found it on the side of the road and brought what it in. Heck? So I'm thinking like who steals <laughs> it and then just leaves it on the side of the road. Just drops Who it steals it, then realizes they stole it and it wasn't a good idea to steal it and then brings it back. And then says that it was on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, it was on the side of the road. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. Cause, cause <laughs> oh my is it does this belong wow, to the AEW? what is this <laughs> does the prestigious aew own this well, I, I just want to make one more uh comment on that <laughs> I, what i think is good about about aew and its sports entertainment aspect and it's you know soap opera play aspect you can kind of oh say about it gosh. it's you know just as real as the marvel cinematic universe um oh interception uh <laughs> is the WWE is going to have their like minor league show on the same day on Wednesdays. And I think like, just like in anything, competition breeds better product. So I think that's for fans that are into this stuff. It's just, I mean, you can pick whatever side you want, but it's just going to make better content. And that's, that's all I got to say about that. Um, my snot, um, 
I'll go into this one. After listening to last week's episode, Max, I thought it a little, uh, I think you're, I don't, I don't have the right word right off the top of my head right now, but how hard you pushed that an easy conversion of into the Spider-Verse animation to live action is blowing my mind. How like all in you were on that. Like, every, like Ro- Robbie would say something. You're like, well, I mean, if they just make a live action Spider-Verse, then they're going to be fine. Sony's going to be fine if they do yeah. live action. I won't go see anything. <laughs> Get him, Mark. I'll hold him down. Get him. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, yeah, I, just bring in the director mm-hmm. who did the Lego movie in mm-hmm. Spider-Verse who, you know, yeah. got, they got, didn't they get kicked out of the the solo movie? Like, didn't they direct a whole solo movie? And yeah, they like, were in it, but then out? Disney was a bunch of idiots and got rid of them. Well, maybe there's something to that. Maybe they're not good at doing live action movies, Max, so maybe you should be a little wary on that. And shouldn't be all in on the Mark, easy you transition. Mark, scared him away. <laughs> yeah, he left. He, Max Sorry, literally to, my left. My cat was crying. Because he started tearing up. Yeah, his cat. When he says his cat is crying, it, he oh, he's gone. Crying. Okay, what, what do we have bad to say about Max, please? Oh, he's gonna edit this all out, so don't say anything. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm back. Oh my gosh, here I am. <laughs> so that's that's all I have no, to say. I don't know if you have anything to say about that, Max. Here's I, what I'll say I'm about that. I'm with you on the Spider Verse. Like I'm with you on that, but I think how you kind of portrayed it, how it's not going to be easy to do all that. It's and to get so it would be so easy if you had the same cast come back. And I disagree with Robbie. I think Shamik Moore could be a great older. Miles Morales. We could skip ahead years from now. Yeah, we want a young, nubile, supple Miles Morales. Because we, we have a young Hager Peter one. Parker, and it would be flipping everything on its head. It'd be flipping <laughs> everything what? on its head. I'm It'd sorry, be I blacked out for a little bit. <laughs> Six to nine. Six to nine. Yeah, whatever. All right. You guys ready to get in the top, oh, I got, top I five? I got one more snot. Oh, I one, have more. one more. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And it kind of turned into a hot after yesterday. Um, The whole Antonio Brown thing. Like, are we at a point in professional, like, sports where are people not going to care when these adult men, and I, I don't, I haven't seen a woman do it yet, like, just throw the most outrageous tantrum and there's no repercussions for it? Like, it has professionalism pretty much been, like, just left at the door now in professional sports after this. And the reason why I say it's I think it drives, I think team, it drives you Patriots. crazy, Mark, because... It drives you nuts because you don't provide the value and I don't provide the value that Antonio Brown provides to an NFL team. Like he he is so valuable of a football player that he literally can go out and make an absolute fool of himself and still get re-signed within 24 hours. Well, I mean, you can say the same thing for other people that do other things like Tyreek Hill. Obviously, the NFL values them more than what they have or have not allegedly done in their lives as football Tyree players. Tyreek Hill so. is way worse than Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah, obviously. I don't care what anybody says. Anybody who's buying into the fact that Antonio Brown is like the worst person in the NFL is ridiculous. He's not the worst person. He's just a big baby. What about like everybody who's ever been on the Ravens ever? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. There, there's just been like a there's been a history of like players who have done actual bad things, and all Antonio Brown did was get on, and ruin some of his clout, or use his clout to move a franchise that has historically, at least since I've been alive, been very poor. And the last time that the Raiders had a really big receiver who wasn't too happy there, he ended up going to the Patriots, and they almost had a perfect season. So. I'm kind of with Antonio Brown to an extent until he got in a fight with Mayock. That's where it's like, oh, you're an idiot. But like the wanting to get out after he got fined, I totally get that. 
He lost 30 million bucks. He was done. I get that. Yeah, but what kind of trust, like, with the John Gruden recording his phone call, like, or their conversation, like, I don't know. I feel like that, I don't know. I guess me, I'm just a, maybe I'm a better man than Antonio Brown. I don't know. I think poor, poor culture, poor, I think you are a better man, by the way. I'm not saying I don't know that. I'm saying, I don't know. I think poor culture creates poor decision making. Well, here's the and weird I think thing It sounds like the radios don't about... have a good culture because the Steelers never had that problem. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just going to say. That This is the weird thing to me is that over the past two years, Antonio Brown has turned into a diva or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, like, diva is a great his word. first four, five years in the league, how long has he been in the league now? Oh, he's 31. Seven, years, so something like that. So the first, first like five or six years of his career – he had none of this, none of these problems. He came in as a what, sixth or seventh round he's, pick, yeah, like low. He's a sixth round pick, yeah. Sixth round pick, and he had no behavioral problems whatsoever for the first half of his career. So this just, I don't, I don't understand where you think like his people think down to his head. I mean, it has to have at one point, and then also that you know there maybe something else fishy is going on here, like the Patriots are. I don't know. Maybe have you heard? Have you heard those conspiracies? Tampering. Have you heard no, about that? They, they like, haven't been tampering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not, if, I don't know. Until the, not up to the fine. After the fine, are, after the fine, I can get behind that. I just, but, but and, like, and, up and to this the fine is now. not. This is. I mean, it. I'm not saying that it's been a conspiracy theory from the beginning because obviously he was pulling the same crap the last year he was on the Steelers too. So it's not like he was planning okay. to be on the what, Patriots two years ago. You know, like what's a more it, believable conspiracy? This Antonio thing or that the moon isn't real? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that right, is a question. We, Wait, what are you we'll, saying? You're saying yeah, the moon is real? We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move on because we're treading into territory we should not be going. Um, Let's do it. Hey, before we get into our top five, uh, you guys brought up a great point that I forgot to mention. Sony and uh, Marvel did break up over Spider-Man, and I would just love to give you guys each a couple minutes to give your reactions. You got to listen to our last episode, so you kind of know what Robbie and I said, but would just love to hear your thoughts. Um, Isaac, we'll end with you because I know you'll be the most passionate. Actually, you know what? Screw that. We're going to start with you, Isaac, because you probably have the most to say. So screw Jarrett and Mark. We're going to go with you first. Um, All right. Isaac, go ahead. Well, um, as the Infinity Bros universe knows, I'm very passionate about Spider-Man. And this whole thing has been heartbreaking. Um, It has literally ripped my heart out of my chest and has been punching it for about, what has it been, three weeks now? Two, two and a half, three weeks? Something like that. Um, just, Just such a great union that disney and sony had that we all when say like 10 years ago when sony was making the amazing spider-man films nobody in their right minds ever thought that sony would ever give up the rights to spider-man or co-op with disney or any other company on any spider-man films so the fact that they made that agreement that deal to bring Spider-Man into the MCU was in and of itself a miracle, basically, at the time. And so this is just a terrible thing that has happened. I, you guys, honestly, you guys had a really great conversation about it on episode 15. If all you out, no, this is 16, isn't it? Oh, I don't, I don't know. No, this is seven. This is 17. The last episode that you guys had, you guys did a great job discussing kind of all the ins and outs of it. So I don't really have a whole lot to say other than 
My personal thoughts, I think that a deal is going to get done. I think this is too big of a thing for Disney to let it slip through their fingers. And I I just think all of this is Disney just bluffing because they're they're not going to let Spider-Man go. That's that's my personal thoughts. I don't think Sony is right in doing this, but they have all the leverage. Like they have they own the rights to Spider-Man films. Like Disney, yeah, maybe they had the right or I'm putting that in quotate air quotes because they don't really have the rights, obviously, but maybe they had the right to demand or ask or negotiate for 50% or even more of any profit that is going on, but they they have no leverage. Sony has all the leverage, so I don't know what Disney's plan was other than you know maybe they were just starting high and expecting the negotiations to middle out and maybe that's maybe that was their play in the first place but sony has everything and the nothing that sony knows is saying that they won't keep making money off of spider-man they could keep making spider-man movies for 50 years and people will still go see them 50 years from now so that that part of it to me is where Disney is is missing out because they think that Sony needs them. They don't need them to make money. They need them to make good movies, but not money. Sony can make money off of Spider-Man for a very, very long time if Disney does not get this deal done. So that is my thoughts on it. I, I expect a deal to get done. I don't think Sony will be able to make another Spider-Man movie before Disney gets this deal done. So that's my rant as of right now. Um, no, that that was that was exactly what we wanted. Do you guys have any other thoughts on that? I'm I, I, I'm just happy that Isaac's gonna get his Uncle Ben death that he's always wanted <laughs> with Tom Holland. This keeps getting replayed. I don't. Yeah, I'm not be, gonna explain myself away. anymore. People forget. Keep go back and listen to. Uh, one of our previous episodes, I'm, I got to get an episode list up in here so I can reference the episodes, but um, where was it me? It was me, Mark and Max, right? Was it you guys with no, me? I was there there. talking about that. Oh, Jarrett was there. Oh, might've been no. this might've been this crew. No. Oh, maybe it was. No. Cause didn't we talk about far from home in that? Or maybe we didn't. I don't remember. But anyways, it's one of our previous episodes. We had a very lengthy conversation on the treatment of Uncle Ben in the MCU. Um, so you yes, can check that, that was out. you, me, and Mark, for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what so, it was? I was on the next episode and we talked about it. Probably, because it kind of did kind of trail into a few different episodes and our personal conversations for quite a long time after that. So that's all I have to say about that. May I? Shall I? Shall I? Go for it. Go for it, Jerry. Can I? Let us hear your thoughts. All right. So I think I love you, Isaac. And, you know, we're thick as thieves, but like, I think you're absolutely wrong. Um, I don't think, like, I don't think Marvel's hurting. Like, I don't think Disney, I don't think Disney cares. Like, obviously, I think they think it would be nice to have Spider Man and they set up so much with him. But, like, at the end of the day, like, do you think Marvel cares that, like, they don't get this one property? they're drowning in money and like they have so much of a deep well to draw from that like yeah they're gonna take a little bit of hit but i don't think marvel's the kind or disney's the kind to come back like crawling on hands and knees begging for this i don't think they're gonna make the deal with uh sony if sony 
is outlandish and like doesn't cave in a little bit. I think if Sony is willing to compromise and meet them at like even like the twenty five percent, you know, get a little closer to thirty percent, um, I think I think Disney might take something like that. But I don't see them, you know, scrambling to make this deal tomorrow. They don't care. I, I really don't think they do. Now, like us as fans, yeah, we suffer from this quite a bit. And like, but at the end of the day, Disney execs are like, okay, well, <laughs> we're still gonna get the money, and like, we might just buy Sony in a year anyways. So what do we care? I I will say that I I agree with you on the first part. Like, Marvel's not hurting if they don't have Spider Man. They've got so many things coming out in the next whatever four or five years that they've already got a ton of money that it will be coming in. They won't hurt if they have Spider-Man, like, money-wise. But just, I think, with the thing they've got going already with him, I think their universe would hurt just a smidgen. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to hurt their production or anything like that. But they're going to have to fill some holes, story-wise, if they if they lose Spider-Man. So that's where it that's where it kind of runs into some problems for me. Yeah, and, and like... The thing is, too, like, Kevin Feige has the clout to be able to to do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they have the creative team to be able to just move on from this and not have it be a big deal. Now, truthfully, I don't think they will. I think something's going to happen. I don't see Sony, like, really going this hard for it. Um, I think they're kind of bluffing right now. And, you know, maybe not. They might do what they've been doing, which is, like, continue to make horrible, awful movies. But... Um, I think they're going to cave. If I were to put money on it, they're going to cave and, and find a meeting place somewhere in between. Mark, your thoughts? Um, I guess I to go off of what you guys just said. If Disney didn't care, then they wouldn't have wanted to, you know, want to put 50% in production. If they didn't care, they've been fine with their deal that they had. That's, that's why I have to say about that. Um, but what I think is... The worst part about this is it just shows that uh, greed, capitalism, and money is what drove this decision, and the people that are truly affected, and the people who are affected the most are the common people, consumers. And yep, and that would be translated in pretty much, you know, you could look at our current uh, situation, government-wise, but you know, that's that's not our podcast. Um, but yeah, that's what, that's <laughs> Whoa, what I say. It's, right? If I think it's, you know, greed and money that's influencing this and someone at sony's like hey we made a billion dollars and without anyone realizing like well you made a billion dollars because it's right off the shoulders of endgame and you look at iron man 3 and they and that movie made a billion dollars and that's a not a billion dollar movie in, in my the, the, the one that they reference the most is venom that's the one i hear the most in arguments sure whatever um that movie was cinematically trash but it made a ton of money overseas so what do i know um but i think I, the the whole aspect of people saying that Disney uh, doesn't really need it or didn't want it. It's like, no, they freaking did. They they wanted to be like, hey, Sony, we'll we'll pay 50% of this if we get 50% of the profits. And so, like, they wanted to continue this. And I think off your last, the last podcast when you guys, uh, I think, Max, you brought it up that, you know, after this news and all of a sudden, oh, we, we're getting a Moon Knight and a She-Hulk and um, what was the other one? Was there three of them that they announced that were going to be Miss Marvel? Miss Marvel. Marvel. I think I think you are right that maybe that those shows have been on the fence. Like, oh, maybe we won't won't do that. But I think that's going to fill the gap for Spider Man. Um, 
And then I think Miss Marvel that, for sure, one hundred percent. Miss Marvel fills the gap because now Miss Marvel can can she can look up to Captain Marvel in the same way that Peter looked up to Tony, and that void's gone, and they can lock in on it. Another thing I've seen that like people are like, "Oh man, Disney's getting greedy," is you know the whole Disney wants a hundred percent of the merchandising rights and stuff like that for like shirts and toys and stuff for Spider Man. Sony sold those rights to Disney like seven years ago. So that's, I think that whole argument is bullcrap. But moving on. That, that's all so I have to say about that. Here's, here's what, um, what we're all going to be missing out on as fans and what we have not seen in Spider Man films yet. And I would love, absolutely love to see is the Marvel Spider Man PS4. Death. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Another Uncle Ben death. Exactly. We need another. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but but a a older, more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. oh man. Okay. Let the Uncle Ben Sorry. thing die. Let's let go, just let it die. Ahead, let it go. Pun so intended. Here we go. I Moving on. Absolutely adored about Marvel's Spider-Man, the PS4 game, was that we find a Peter Parker who is. Uh, maybe around 30. Um, he's already been through a ton of life crap. He's already, you know, done the MJ thing and, and, you know, broken up with her and he's getting back together again. We need, this is what we're missing out on. Cause if we don't have Tom Holland for another 20 years in the MCU or whatever, you know, how, however long he is in the MCU, we're going to miss out on an adult Peter Parker that I want in film. Like, yeah, we saw college Peter Parker in, you know, both the uh, Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, I believe he's in college, and maybe 3, I don't remember. But he he's, he's still kind of, like, going through Spider-Man stuff and learning stuff. Like, I want an experienced Spider-Man uh, adult Peter Parker film. Like, that would be awesome. And Spider-Man PS4 was you want an, an adult amazing Spider-Man game. Film? Yeah. Yeah, right. I do. All right. Well, not like you're gonna adult, get Isaac. Not, Isaac an adult want, film, adult think... Spider-Man, not yeah, an adult. You're gonna film. get that. You're gonna get <laughs> so that with Sony already. So What's like, that? yeah, but it's not gonna I mean, be done I, well. I don't know. It's not gonna be done well. I, <laughs> no, I, I'm see, not gonna. Unless they get those guys that did the see, future of the Spider-Verse. If Sony movie. gets him, if Sony gets Tom Holland or any other Spider-Man, we're not gonna get the same Spider-Man for for more than, you know, a couple films. Like, they're just going to keep rebooting him over and over and over again, getting different actors to play him until they get it and right, still, which they never will. And still making a profit every time. Yeah, it's still making profit. So they're not going to get that. They're just going to keep rebooting it. So that's what we're going to miss out on if he is not in the MCU. I'm just and excited for, like, yeah, I'm excited for, like, more really bad Green Goblins. Like, just horrific, awful Green Goblins. <laughs> well, okay. Because we, we've been fine. asking for years for another Amazing Green Goblin. Spider-Man Two Green Goblin is maybe one of the worst villains of all time. I loved. Okay, I loved William Defoe as Green Goblin. I hated the costume, and that's what I'm going to stick with. Agreed. All right. Hey, we got to we got to move on. We got to close the show out. <clears throat> Let's get to the top five. The we're going in three. Infinity Bros. Two. Top five. One list starts now. All right, this week for the top five, we have our top five football movies because it is the NFL opening week. 
Uh, we are choosing top five football movies. All they have to do is have a football theme in it, I think, unless you guys went a completely different direction. Mark, knowing you, you probably picked a soccer movie just because. Or you have eight movies on your bit. list, but we'll find out. We'll find out. Um, I saw, Jared, I saw let's start eight, with I you. I stopped putting it in a top eight together after the last time I did something like that. <laughs> He's not putting a top eight together after the bit is called top five. And <laughs> I have ten movies. Whatever, Max. Whatever, dude. I have a second tier of top five movies. <laughs> you know me and my tiers. Oh, jeez. Jared, let's start with you. Um, all five are, are Rudy. Number one is Rudy. All right, number, let's move on. Number two is Rudy. <laughs> is that the only football movie you've seen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, I mean, like, gosh, it's hard because, like, I don't watch a lot of football movies. I love football, but I think football movies are, like, the most predictable movies ever made. And so I don't get that, like, I, I mean, like, yeah, and, and, and like, I get it. That's, movies that's on my list. Okay, um, so like I, I get mean, it, to you know. That's inspire you, Jarrett. I'm not, yeah, you. and I'm not trashing on people who like, you know, football and sport. Like I love Miracle, and that's, you know, we know what happens. Um, now, if you're asking Robbie, that's not even up there on the on the top, you know, yeah. sports moments of all time. But I digress. Um, no, like I, I mean, I love Rudy. That's that's easily the best football movie in my opinion. Um, I like comedies. Like I love Waterboy. Um, I, this isn't a top five so much as it is like uh, I didn't know yeah, how to do, rank these. Do you have a top five? I don't have a top five. It's just have like you, have you seen any other movies before Waterboy or Rudy? Like those are your only two football movies that you can remember right now. Jarrett, now is your turn because I already went through the Keanu Reeves <laughs> debacle. It's your turn. There you go. I no, I totally forgot to make. I forgot we had a top five. Um, but like. I don't watch. I love Leatherheads. I'm looking at a list right now of just like top football I've movies. Leatherheads movie. is great because I love. That's a good um, movie. That's a good one. Obviously, like, like I'm a George huge Green Bay Packers. Yeah, George Clooney. Yeah, it's George Clooney, and um, I just remembered that uh, um, Jim from The Office is in that, which blows my oh, mind. Oh yeah, uh, John Krasinski, right. and like, what a weird role to be throwing him in. But like, yeah. I don't know. That's my that's my really uninspired, not top five. List. All right, let's. Well, now that we're <laughs> thanks, done with that, let's go ahead and get to a real nice. top five. Uh, Isaac, we'll go to you. All right. Um. Oh boy. Okay. <clears throat> Isaac, don't worry. I want you to not worry. Your list will not be worse than Jared. That's true. It's I really, be worse I really don't have possible. to do much to follow up that list. So. Yeah, you're you're doing fine. You all right. You're so list that's all that matters. Three movies. <laughs> Uh, my in a I have one way. honorable mention. Also, I do love the and one you've one you've seen because Keanu Reeves is in it. So like that, you already have one. <laughs> okay, uh, my honorable Stutter. mention is the Longest Yard, the new one. Actually, the old. I'll put the old one on there too. Both of them are pretty pretty decent movies. Um, uh, they're they're funny and good. And Burt Reynolds is a national treasure. So obviously, both of those have to be on there. Um. Not even my uh, favorite Adam Sandler football movie, though, because uh, number five on my list is Waterboy. Uh, that's just a classic comedy, hilarious um, football movie that is quoted often. And number four on my list is a football movie that maybe you guys haven't heard of or seen. It's called Hometown Legend. It is a basically... Oh, I, have seen that I, movie. I struggle. I struggle to remember if it's an actual like christian movie like it's a movie made by it is. Like, i think it is christian. pure flicks 
I think it's yeah, it's something like that. But it it was like ridiculously cheesy and it's the worst movie. So so such a bad movie. It's so bad. But it's on my top five because I watched it like so much as a kid, and as a kid it was like my favorite football movie of all time. So I look back at it fondly and I'm sure if I watched it again, I would probably not have it on my list because it's probably a terrible movie. Yeah, don't so, ruin it for yourself. Yeah, don't I don't wanna it. I don't wanna ruin it for myself. So I'm not gonna go back. I had a and huge watch crush it. on that actress. That's why I yeah, watched it. It was it was <laughs> a it was a like good Christian movie. And if you guys have any experience, I, I watched a lot of Christian movies when I was a kid, and most of them are very, very awful and terrible. My dad had some weird obsession with getting Christian movies all the time. So Flix. we watched a lot of them. So hey, Pure but Flix that is one, starting its own streaming service. Just so you know. Yes, yes, it is. And tell you it that probably will not be worth subscribing to. Because <laughs> right. a lot of the movies are probably gonna be trash. So <laughs> but it was a it was a Christian like theme movie. It wasn't I don't know if it was like completely Christian. And that's the thing that I'm like kind of iffy on. But I do remember the football action was like pretty decent. And um, it was just a general football movie. And I was all about football when I was middle school up to high school probably. So so that one is number four on my list, at least the way I remember it, because it's probably terrible. Um, number three, I have The Replacements. Uh, great football movie and Keanu Reeves movie actually so uh double double top five and on there St- star studded it is studded. um great movie hilarious uh the concept of that one is just different than most football movies too which is awesome I guess not the underdog concept like that's every single football movie ever but just the like strike and everything that goes on in that movie it's just like different so I, that's a pretty good one number two on my list is actually Rudy. Rudy is fantastic, the classic underdog football movie that everybody remembers, and the iconic, you know, lifting him up at the end of the game and putting him on his, their shoulders and chanting of Rudy is something that every sports fan ever will remember, like from watching any movie. So that is definitely number two. And my number one uh, football movie that has always been my number one is Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans is just such a great uh, football movie, and it just it just has the dichotomy of yes, this movie is about football, but it's also about like life and the things that were going on at that time, and um, that's what just makes it a good movie in general overall. And then the football aspect of it was just kind of a a vein that they were able to you know, interject all of this, uh, life stuff into. So, uh, amazing performance by Denzel Washington and makes it my number one football film of all time. Mark, I will go next because you are a Patriots fan and you always get to be the last to talk about football because you always win. Yep. Cause I'm the winner. Yep. Hashtag all the in. winner. So, uh, I, I'll start off by making some attacks on other people's lists. Uh, Rudy is the most overrated football movie of all time. It is good, nope. Nope. but it is the most overrated nope. football movie of all time. Nope. It's 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 all these fo- okay, movies well, are, are less humorous than then, then we'll in see. their approach to football, but none more humorous than Rudy. 
Um, we'll start with number five with Friday Night Lights. Uh, just is perfect representation of Texas football, except for the if you read the book, which I own the book. Um, it's actually a lot more of a story about race with uh, Booby Miles. So if you ever want to read that book, that's a great book. I give that book a six out of six. Um, Remember the Titans? You nailed it on Remember the Titans, though, Isaac. It's a great movie. Denzel, some of Denzel's best work. Uh, number three is We Are Marshall. Uh, this is McGee's only good movie ever made. This is McGee's only good thing he's ever done, this movie right here. And he does it with Matthew McConaughey playing a guy from Worcester, Ohio, and Matthew Fox playing a ginger coach named Red. And again, the football is off its rocker. The way they talk about the veer and the way they talk about defense, it's comical. But um, doggone it, when Matthew Fox and um, Matthew McConaughey are on the field, are on the, the screen together, it's magical. Um, number two is Any Given Sunday. Love that movie. Um, probably some of the best um, communication and um, lines on just football in general. And then number five is Jerry Maguire. I mean, number one is Jerry Maguire. Um, absolutely love this movie. This movie has everything you've ever wanted. It's got drama. It's got humor. It's got Tom Cruise. It is the best football movie ever made. It's, it's amazing. Show wanted. me the money. Mark. I what money do I owe you something no 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 that's the, that's oh. the it's the phrase from the movie okay um so you want my you want my list now you're such an idiot yeah go ahead all right so my list is the tight five movie list um my number five is any given Sunday I like you Max enjoy it uh, my number four I don't know if any of you've seen this but uh it's a 1988 movie called Johnny B good uh, it stars Good Anthony movie. Michael, Anthony Michael Hall, Mark. and the one and only Robert Downey Jr. Yes, yeah, I think good it, movie. I think just like you know, it's kind of a cornier take on college football, but it kind of shows the aspect of like, you know, at that time, coaches really spending a lot of money on their players to get them to commit and stuff like that. Uh, my number three, if I'm remembering that movie correctly, my number three is The Replacements. Uh, that's probably one movie that I watched a ton growing up. And probably shouldn't have now, you know, watching it as an adult. Like, I shouldn't have been watching that when I was, like, 10. Um, anyways, my number two, which is, I think, the most underrated college football movie and maybe one of the best college football movies ever, Division Three Football's Finest. Um, shock the nation. Shock the nation. Nation. Uh, I knew that was going to be on your list, Mark. Um, <laughs> it is. It's so. Nation. It's like The Room. For college football movies. <laughs> it is so bad. It's so bad that it makes it so exquisite. It is glorious. And for Andy Dick to be the coach of this movie. Ah. Uh, perfect. Um, <laughs> it was also the first Blu-ray I've ever owned. It was this movie. Just little little trivia for uh, the people taking the shots at home. Um <laughs> but my number one, what my number <laughs> my number one my number one favorite football movie which i think is a better representation of both high school football and texas football varsity blues varsity blues is i think the best football movie that anyone could watch currently and that's my list silence cool. all right and then my, right, my question well, to max is when is your football movie coming out about your high school 
Well, it was supposed to come out, and now it's not coming out. Because so. they found out who you are, and they're like, oh, we can't do this. <laughs> no, <laughs> big, big. They heard that you're not all in on it. That's why. Oh, well, I'm it. I am all in. I was excited. I was like, oh, they're going to find someone to play Max. It was it's in pre-production. Be, that would be, be so great stuff. if it we is, watched it a movie is, that had a character It is in pre-production still, oh but I don't gosh. think it's going to take off. They they had written articles about it, so it was really happening. I think just, I think it got sent to the background. You, that, you know, Mark. Sell? At the that, end of the day, people concept. can't help but watch a football movie about about kids of soldiers. They just can't. It's too patriotic. It's like putting apple pie on, on the screen. America. You, you think we're we're in a we're in a culture right now that. Uh, what would be the term? Um, oh, what is it? it? Starts with an X. Is it xenophobe? Where like you're too patriotic? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't you, think. You think a movie xenophobe is not too, the right word for that? I, like, that's not, not the right word. word. I no, just definitely not going. the right word. Um, I, I didn't want to correct you and embarrass you, but yes, it, I, I'll I'll say this. <laughs> I think. Me? No. Yeah, I know. It'd be crazy. Um, I just don't think that movie. It's a good time for that movie. I agree with you. Yeah. So after 2020, it'll be in production? Maybe. We'll see. Probably not. Okay. Hopefully, Jonah Hill can gain some weight to play me. <laughs> and grow like 10 inches. Um, I think we should produce that movie, Max. Let's, let's get some Thanks, Mark. Let's get some people. That means a lot some... that you think I'm taller than that. I'm that, that much taller than him. I really well, appreciate like, that. Jonah Hill's like 5'6", and you're like 8'10". So I don't, I don't know. I mean, if anything, he probably needs to put weight on. I don't know. What if uh, Infinity Bros. Uh, Studios produces this movie and... Max, you actually play Max Mosier, and then we all fill in all of the other rows. The problem is then I'll have to edit everything. That's how this I, has worked so far, I and Max I've had Mosher. to edit everything, and I don't want to do that. I and play Max Mosier. I mean, if we start a Kickstarter, we could hire somebody to do that. Yeah, well, we'll get 20 bucks from me, but who knows where else we'll get from anybody else. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, well, we're going to close the show out because we are officially – derailed um jared thank yes. you so much for coming on today we hope uh, it's so good to, so good to have you back oh glad to be here oh thanks buddy you did awesome uh isaac as always your passion your creativity was lackluster at best but we're glad that you're still here uh i would like to say actually um based on all of this football talk that we've been having tonight that we are currently in uh in talks to produce a i don't know we're still deciding if it's going to be a podcast episode or a live video or something that we're going to throw up that is going to be a superhero draft so like we all most of us i I don't jared do you play fantasy football um most so we all play fantasy football big into fantasy football is just basically just D D for for football nerds um so we all are thinking like hey what if we were all drafting superheroes onto teams like that'd be kind of cool so we we actually did that on our live stream on our you could probably find it on our youtube page just sent the infinity bros um so we'll do a little bit more refined version of that hopefully on podcast or live stream or something we're gonna work on it a little bit more and get it a little bit more refined so so if you guys have any thoughts or suggestions about that you can shoot that to infinity bros podcast at gmail.com or contact us at uh on twitter at underscore infinity bros underscore uh yeah that's it's a terrible name but i promise you i after i listened to last week's episode i went on twitter and searched all of the 
of the options on Twitter, and all of them were taken. I'm not even joking. What, okay, what about on. 420 Infinity Pro 69? That's got to be available. <laughs> That's, that know, might be available, actually. I should BA. check that out. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, thanks out. for the plug. We got to get going, Mark. All right, Mark. Thanks so much for being on. It was great <laughs> seeing you. You're all thank, in. We I want to yeah. thank the Infinity Bros Universe. Thank the Infinity Bros Universe. Let's I go. Am. I'm thanking them and okay. my lovely fiance awesome. Kelly. Yeah, you did great. Thank you, the listener. Thank you for spending some time with us, wherever you are, however you're listening to us. Thank you so much. We'd love to hear your reviews. Send us an email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. As Isaac said, just type in Infinity Bros. And uh, you can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, um, any platform you're using, you probably can listen to us. So we hope you have a wonderful week. And uh, as always, we love you 3000. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>